0: we've got another big episode of ruminate rob we are back we we had it we took an extra week off because john was feeling a little burnt out last week uh, that that would be me
1: yeah and i didn't fight too much because i was tired as well <laughs> tired it was the evening it's been you know it's
0: it's a it's a long winter there's not a lot going on in the tech world post ces uh, how was your ces by the way
1: Oh my CES! was great because uh, I didn't hear anything about yeah, it. No, mine was excellent too. <laughs> uh,
0: I you know what I you know what I like. First of all, I have never been to CES, and I nor do I plan to go to CES because I let all those junior reporter types at places like The Verge and in Gadget do the the hard work and post stories, and I just link to them, uh, give them a little traffic, and uh, pull out the stuff that I think is interesting, and. This year, they joined me in doing it virtually too. And it was about what you would expect. It was less busy. Uh, and actually, I saw some stats, I think on The Verge, that said something to the effect of there was roughly half the number of vendors from not last year, but a couple of years ago. So it was a much smaller show, which which is also good because I have done these roundups of things that seem interesting in the past. And it's just been... a Brutal amount of work of reading hundreds of articles because there's so much stuff, but not so much, not so much this year. Though there were there were always there there are always good bizarre robots, and this year they all had similar names. There was um, Bot Handy by Samsung, okay, and then there was another robot that cost seventeen thousand dollars, but you only got the upper torso, um, which seemed to me like for seventeen thousand dollars, you really ought to get the you know like the legs too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I want a whole robot. Yeah, you want the whole thing.
0: You want the whole thing. I mean, and you know, that's the kind of thing you should demand. That's the kind of thing you should expect, really, as the purchaser of an expensive robot is are some feet or at least some wheels to get it around your house. But um, you could
1: buy the buy the uh, Mac Pro wheels and just sort of pop it on the bottom of the torso. Yeah, you probably could. (laughs) This,
0: you know, this is an and it's an open source robot too. So I I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's a Linux robot. You never know.
1: Um. Oh, it's the year of Linux on the robot. It's always the year. It's perpetually the year of
0: Linux on the on the robot. Um, exactly. I have to find my. I have to find my CES 2020 story because the the legless robot had a very similar name to the Bot Handy, and I just I just like I like Bot Handy. I think that's a good that's a good name for a robot. Wow. <laughs> why Why is the search on Mac stories not working particularly well for me today? I don't know. Well, anyway, that, that was my CES. That was a long time ago. We should probably move on to something different because because CES is not something that people are probably that interested in any longer. Um, I, I don't think if anybody didn't pay attention, they missed very much. It was like, you know, incrementally better TVs, uh, very little home automation stuff, which I thought was kind of interesting. It seems like people don't care about that as much as they used to. Um
1: Is it because people have realized that it's all too much of a pain in the ass to keep going? So they're just like, no, I don't want any. It is. I talked about that on
0: on App Stories recently where I I, I literally had this situation where I was going to do something else with an old iPad that was the battery was completely drained. I plugged it in. I opened it up. It was on some really old version of iOS And I decided, oh, it said, you know, you have an update available. And it was like an update to like 10.2.3 or something. And I updated (laughs) it, and it did two things. On the the good side, it corrected a very bad iCloud problem I had where I subscribed to the Apple One bundle with all the services, but I couldn't get access to the uh, Apple Arcade games for some reason. It shook that loose so that all of a sudden Arcade was instantly available, even though Apple's support had been trying for two weeks to try to fix it for me, and they couldn't. And, but at the same time, it wiped out my, the entire Home app for me. It eliminated every single device. And when I opened Home, it was like I would opened it on a brand-new, fresh iPhone that had never been set up. Uh, there was nothing there, and I had to start from scratch. So, you know, be careful what you wish for with Home Automation.
1: Well, you've definitely trumped my updating story. What's your updating uh, no word. <laughs> so I uh, I wanted to play Skate on the Xbox 360. Because uh-huh. um, I'd played it a little bit, like only maybe for an hour or two when I got it years ago. Um, and I saw somebody was streaming it on Twitch and I was watching and I was like, yeah, I, I think I want to play this again. Um, so that meant firing up my Xbox 360, which had... I can only assume is about four or five years' worth of updates (laughs) because it hasn't been turned on. And in that time, I've changed my email address and my gamer tag. Oh, no. Um, So, like, even the Xbox profile that was on it was, like, completely invalid and was throwing up these weird error messages. Um, I had to go through, like, four or five iterations of updates, and then I had to delete my profile and re-download it again just to be able to, like update things um so that was a fun like two hours of my life
0: wow that does not that does not sound good i just sent you pictures of bot handy and it turns out the legless robot is called reachy so bot handy and Ricci, and you can the, oh <laughs> you can you can control Ricci with a uh, with an oculus
1: i don't I definitely don't want this Oculus this is left. nightmare fuel
0: <laughs> I know now, why are his <laughs> eyes different sizes do you think i mean I guess one's a zoom lens and one's not but still
1: is he is he surprised i don't, I don't know. Know. the robot he's, he's, seems surprised he's
0: kind of yeah he's got like a horizontal striped shirt on or something it's it's a little bit like he was out golfing and someone lopped off his legs or something i don't know it's yeah it's a little disturbing. But that was that was my CES. I. Uh...
1: I mean, there's a there's a sitcom waiting to happen there. Uh, Richie and Bot Handy. I know. Uh, maybe but... it's a cop show or.
0: <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> I'm not going to go where 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 I want to go. All right, <laughs> We should talk about. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Get any more into uh, what what Richie would do in that show. Skate. No. How was it
1: when you played it though? This game is hard. Is like, it really? It is Yeah, I I mean, I don't know if you've ever played it, but like... No, I haven't. The the sort of... I guess, like, the de facto skating game is generally sort of like Tony Hawk. That's generally what people would think of. And that's a fairly straightforward, like, just game, regardless of the fact that it's a skateboarding game. You know, you press the buttons, things happen. With skate, you use the right analog stick to do tricks Uh and to jump um which takes a lot of getting used to because in, in any game like you just kind of expect to like press x and you just jump. Oh, so or, you, fl- you have you know. to like
0: flick the stick or something.
1: Right, exactly. So you flick it in different directions or yeah. you know you go clockwise, anti-clockwise, that kind of stuff. Um so it took me a good like Well, I walked away from it at one point I was like I'm not playing this it's too hard. Like I was in a really mood I was in a mood about it. I was like no this is too difficult and then I came back to it and gave it a li- another chance and compared to especially to tony hawk it's like it's a lot more of a slower game because it's way more realistic so like if you want to do a jump or a grind you really you don't want to be going fast necessarily you kind of want to slow down and like really think about what you're doing
0: yeah that makes sense yeah i think that's the way skate city which is that game by snowman on ios works with the flicking i mean not if you're using the on-screen controls of course but if you have it on the Apple TV, or you're using an external controller. I think it works that way. I might be thinking of the wrong game, though. I'm trying to decide if I'm thinking of that game, or I'm thinking this uh,
1: Ollie. Remember, there was there's, that
0: game on PS on PS4 called
1: Yeah Ollie 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 Ollie. Yeah, I think that has something similar. There's also Skater XL and Session. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both. I think Skater XL definitely uses a very similar thing. Yeah, um, it does but, take
0: getting used to though, because you're not used to using. I mean, depending on the kind of games you normally play, I mean, you're used to just using that to kind of either move or move the camera, right? I mean, you're not right, exactly.
1: And I mean, I have I have so much muscle memory for Tony Hawk. You know, I've been playing those games for yeah. twenty years or something, Um so it was kind of hard to like remind myself no this is a completely different game just because there's a skateboard in it it's nothing like the other games yeah
0: yeah interesting well i'm glad you got it updated i mean i maybe you'll have something else you can play on it maybe i don't know
1: yeah i mean i ordered skate two and three because i want to try those as well (laughs) okay all right well that'll that'll keep you busy
0: at least you're up to date and it's got your new gamer tag and everything like that
1: right i mean not that i ever use the online stuff but yeah it's there if i want it
0: Oh well, that's good. That sounds like fun. I you know what? I've actually been diving back into Breath of the Wild. Um and I started Oh yeah. Yeah, I started fresh from the very beginning. I I really like that game. I find that game super relaxing because you can just kind of wander around and you know, you can either wander around and explore and collect things or you can decide you're going to go after, you know, the bad guys here and there or you can do the shrines if you want something a little more challenging. It's there's a lot of levels of at which you can play that game. And sometimes just the wandering around the countryside is is kind of fun and relaxing. So I don't know. I, I actually got a little too into it over the weekend and stayed up way too late and was extremely tired. Um, so I've been kind of putting it down again for a little while. Because I'm kind of also at the point where I was getting stuck last time I played it. And <laughs> I have to decide whether I'm actually going to – do I really want to – really push push on through maybe look at some tutorials online or something or do i you know walk through or something like that or do i want to just kind of turn around and take my horse the other direction and wander around elsewhere where things are maybe not as as complex and and difficult <laughs> so i don't know i gotta do that and i have to play scott pilgrim which i downloaded and still haven't played because i know it's incredibly hard and I didn't really feel like a button masher at the time, and that's why I went with Breath of the Wild. So Scott Pilgrim though is on my plate. That and uh, I guess uh, the new the Bowser's Fury Super Mario Land 3D is what it's called, right? I
1: think mm, something like something that. Something like there's like. always 3D in there somewhere. The, yeah,
0: the names always Super Mario World 3D Bowser's Fury, I think is what it is. I the names get me sometimes because they've got so many things in them. But but yeah, that's that's probably that's on tap soon because i think that comes out like the 12th of february i want to say something like that sometime yeah something like that
1: um yeah i I saw today as well speaking about new games um control is going to be one of the free games for playstation plus yep yep um and that's one of the ones i i've had it on my amazon wish list for ages i was waiting for the ps5 version to come out so i don't want to know i've got a new console i don't want to play the old version yeah um but the one that comes with PlayStation Plus is Ultimate Edition with the PS5 version. So oh, nice. I'm already a PlayStation Plus member, so I can just play that whenever.
0: Yeah, we've we've had that game, and I haven't really played it on the PS4. I really should, uh, because I know it's good. I actually did play, you know, you can play it on the Switch, and I, I wanted to see what it was like, because it actually streams on the Switch, which I thought was interesting. And it's not even like a full level or anything so much. It's more like the intro tutorial part of the game. And mm-hmm. if you have a fast connection, it's remarkably good. I mean, it's not the kind of resolution you'd get on a on a, you know, a PS4. On the other hand, you don't really need quite as much resolution on a smaller screen like that if you're playing handheld at least. And yeah, it's it's pretty I was I was impressed with how well it worked for you know streaming. They've got some sort of special streaming thing but i guess i wasn't impressed enough to pay for it a second time on the switch i figured instead of playing an inferior version on the switch that's streaming i mean i really can just pop in the disc and play on the ps4 when i have a chance
1: yeah exactly yes um and then one of the other ones is this new game destruction all stars which is like an online thing uh, which i'm kind of looking forward to playing Um, they released some gameplay today um and it looks looks pretty fun so I'll give that a go as well cuz you know, it's free so why not
0: Yeah that, that's pretty cool Rob I want to talk to you about overhyped tech and so you know there's certain things you hear about and I don't know I mean I sometimes I just feel like the contrarian and I feel like I feel like people don't really evaluate things with any kind of real critical eye or time actually using the thing Because I've tried two things recently, both of which I think are... Well, one of which I think is okay, and one of which I think is awful. I will start with the okay, which is an app called Descript. And Descript is a podcast editing tool. And what's neat about it, the thing that gets people excited and why it's so hyped, is because it uses AI to 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 transcribe the voices... And then you're able to edit the audio just like you would a text editor. So you can go into the text. You have the, the waveform down at the bottom of the screen, but at the top you have the text scrolling along with the audio as it plays. And you can pause it. You can delete the words, and it deletes that audio. And that's huh. it's pretty neat. It's a very neat trick. And so I looked at this, and I thought two things. First of all, this could be a way to have transcripts of podcasts that I do. Mm -hmm. and Because it has kind of two modes. One is a mode where, as I said, as you edit the text, it edits the audio. The other mode, you're just editing the text itself. Because it's AI, it makes mistakes, especially if there are people talking over each other, it has a hard time figuring it out. And you have to kind of go in and clean. And also, I think especially, you know, tech podcasts and things, using a lot of, I don't know, API terminology, weird names for technologies and apps and things like that, it gets that stuff wrong a lot. So you have to kind of go through and clean things up. And it's got a lot of good tools for doing that. I didn't find, but here's the thing, a couple of things. One is it doesn't do a very good job of editing the audio in certain circumstances, it's gr- mm-hmm. it's great. Now this is the reason I kind of knew about this. I I had heard about this in a bunch of places, but the first person I knew who really used it to any effect was Jason Snell when he did a thing for Relay FM called Twenty Max for Twenty Twenty, where he went through bu- he interviewed a bunch of people about what he considered the top twenty max, and he did them like once a week, I think, or for f- throughout mm-hmm. a lot of Twenty Twenty. In any event, he interviewed those people. He threw it into the script, and then he pulled out the quotes that he wanted to use, the audio quotes he wanted to use from each of the people, so he could interweave them in kind of a NPR-style podcast. And that he said that did, was fantastic for that because he had that person's track, and he just wanted to pull out you know three or four sentences of them saying something about the Power Mac or whatever. So works really well for that kind of thing. Not so well for. When you have two people having a conversation like we are, and you might say, "Uh uh-huh, or right in the middle while I'm talking, or there might be just like crosstalk over Skype. it Basically, you have to drop back to the actual audio editor built into the app to do that. And if you're doing that, you might as well be in GarageBand or Logic, which are both much better than this app. Because this also... This is like, I don't know if it's Electron, but it's a it's a web app in a, in a Mac shell. It's fine. It's not a great app because uh, it's clearly not native. And I found editing the text, like to make the transcript look nice and pretty, I found that to be a little difficult because you're actually dealing with like, you've got like three cursors going on at once. You've got where the audio is, where your text editor cursor is, and then you have a bunch of little... Um, annotations in the text showing you where edits have been made. So it can get very confusing to follow where you are in the document. And there are keyboard shortcuts to kind of jump around back and forth to the different spots, like to to kind of unify the text editing and the audio cursor so that it the whole thing is auto-scrolling as it plays. Or then you, jump off, you kind of jump off of the audio cursor and go into the text and make some changes. And you can kind of do it all in real time while it's playing. Uh, and it has a lot of neat tools, but I did find, like, it also will do things like detect ums and ahs and that sort of thing. Highlights in the text, and you can go through and just zap them all at once. The problem is it doesn't sound very good. Uh, it really has to be, you know, me stopping s- talking uh, and then continuing. There has to be, like, a real sure. a clear break with some silence. Otherwise, you get, like, just a little bit. A little bit of a, a jarring jolt in the edit that is not so great. So, anyway, bottom line is it's expensive. I think it's relatively expensive. It's like uh, there's there's a free level, but it's very much just a trial, free trial level thing where you can only get three hours of transcription uh, with the free plan. Fifteen dollars for ten dollars, fifteen dollars a month for ten hours of transcription. And then like forty dollars for thirty hours of transcription, and it, which you know that's a fair, fairly sizable uh, investment. And I thought, oh, it'd be good for transcripts. It could be good for. They also have this thing where you can create these little video clips, where at times it creates a little video of the words and the transcript and the audio moving across them with a waveform in the background. It's basically stuff you can post on like Twitter and Instagram and that sort of thing. All of which is. Seemed like a good idea, but really it's, I found it too difficult to, and I tried it. I tried uh, editing a podcast, uh, one that I'd already edited and released, Uh, went back to the original files and tried it. And it's neat. There's a lot of cool tricks, uh, but it's just not good enough for what I guess I would, what Jason, I know in an article he wrote on Six Colors called conversational podcasts, uh, ones where it's like you and I just having a chat. So it's, it's neat. And that's why I say it's okay. I don't think it's bad. It's good at what it does. I'm sure it'll get better, but it's, it, I think the use cases for it are a lot narrower than I had, I had hoped. Cause I had hoped really that this might be a way to not necessarily edit faster, but to edit and at the same time, I'm editing audio, edit a transcript, and at the end of the day, have both an edited podcast and a transcript to go along with it, plus these marketing assets for things like Twitter. And unfortunately, I don't think it's really there for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the thing, I, I'm, I'm sure I heard Jason talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, he um, has because right what you're saying to me sounds very familiar. Um, you know, like the little points, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I've heard about this, but. Like to what you were saying, like, I can't ever imagine, you know, for example, like what you're talking about, like you editing, like, you know, app stories or, or, you know, some other Mm -hmm. podcast that is a, you know, it's a business pod. It's a podcast that you make money from. It's a, it's a professional thing. Like I can't see a scenario where you could trust this enough to do an edit that's even close to as good as like you would do or I would do for this show. Um I mean I'm sure you put more effort into app stories but you get my point. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: no, it's it's true and it's one of those things where it, it it's a really neat trick, it's really clever. It does kind of wow you out of the box and I got very excited about it initially. But then the thing is is that this is where I feel like the hype takes over because I don't think that people have really hyped this. I'm sure they've seen a demo, but I don't think they've actually tried to edit something in it because <laughs> right. once you do that, you're like okay, I can see where this is good. And you're like, it's good, but it's not so good that I wouldn't have to then go into Logic and clean up the edits that it made to make them better. Because it's all non-destructive. So it's not like you edit in this app and you're kind of screwed because of the way it edits it. You're not stuck with it. It's all non-destructive. But for it to really, truly speed up the process... It you know you need it needs to be like ninety nine percent of the way there and then maybe you kind of like spot at it here and there afterwards but I d- I just don't think it's there yet.
1: No, Plus, no definitely as, not. I mean, especially it's if definitely I was an pay, interesting you know, concept. Like Three
0: hundred dollars a year for it or something.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you know, for, for that money you could sort of make, pay somebody to help you. I mean, yeah, like an can. hour or something every now and again.
0: Yeah, no, you could. I mean, it's, you know, it, you could do, get away. A lot of people could get away with the $15 plan, but a lot of the more, uh, some of the stuff that I found most interesting, like your own branded marketing assets really required the $30 a, a month plan that, and also some of the ums and ahs, more sophisticated, uh, audio cleanup required the pro plan. So that's that. And now I'm going to tell you what, what I tried. That's really just bad that this is going to probably peg me as somebody who just doesn't get it, but that's clubhouse. Now clubhouse, I think everybody's excited about mainly because they can't get into it. And I know this is going to sound like a terrible (laughs) weird flex, I suppose, but I got into clubhouse and you're not missing anything because it's this is the new social network that's all audio. So it's not like people publishing tweets and other people replying to them. They set up rooms, they set up little clubs around a topic. And then people drop in and they chat and they chat. Uh, and they're like, there are hosts like that, and guests. And so, you know, there's different permissions for who can speak when to try to keep it from just being. Uh, chaos, although I think it is kind of chaos a lot of the time. But I, I, I can't speak too well to how well the audio part works because I have looked over and over and over again for something that might seem interesting to listen to and
1: haven't found anything. Um yeah, are you sorry I'm going to stop you there are you telling me you're not interested in LinkedIn Mastery Clubhouse <laughs> X LinkedIn integration from Thought Leadership Branding because that I mean <laughs> I
0: sent I sent Rob uh, sc- uh three screenshots of three different to- of three different Clubhouse rooms and, and granted these were picked because I thought they were particularly Uh, Hilarious, but there's a lot of thought leadership going on. There's a lot of um, how to be good at LinkedIn, how to be. Let's see. Here's the Influencers Lounge, brand deals and collaborations, and then there's the other one is the Get Rich Quick Clubhouse. There's a whole bunch of this. This one's called Money Mindset Monday. Train your brain, and so they. There's a lot of you can guess what the topics are. Rob, Bitcoin, big. Sure, Uh, being an influencer and making money doing it, big. Uh, I don't know. It's all a lot of it. And and look, you you tell it what your interests are. I did not say Bitcoin or influencer culture. I said (laughs) I said technology. I said like technology. I think I said like products, software, and that was about it. Um, Because most of the other stuff, I didn't really care about. And I go in and it suggests topics to you none of which are relevant to what I picked. Uh, you can explore more broadly, which I've done. And, you know, I suppose part of the problem is my interests are fairly narrow. I will, I will grant people that. But uh, I don't know. There are two things about this that bother me. One is it just seems – first of all, I don't like the exclusivity of it. And the good thing is that if, if you disagree uh, about the worth of Clubhouse – my sense is it's going to open up wide very soon. That that their plan is to do it in 2021, and they are granting a lot more uh, invitation. You know, they're doing one of those things where like you get in, then you get like five invitations, and you can hand them sure. out to people. So I got my five invitations, and like two days later, they gave me another three. And I mean, I, and you
1: didn't even offer me you one. You can have one, John. I, I will send you one. Rob. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I offered. I offered.
0: I offered one to Federico, and he's like. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And, and I felt like I had to look because, you know, I feel like it, this to me is like, it's an app. It's a service. It's like it could be big because a lot of people are talking about it. It's all Silicon Valley hype for the most part. But I thought I should at least see what it's like uh, in case it's something we want to ever cover on Mac stories. So, you know, I took one for the team and did it. And But the things that bothered me about it, besides the fact that it's uh, at the moment an exclusive thing, which I think is kind of gross. But, um, it also, I, I don't see why it's just time consuming. Who has time to sit on a, on basically like a conference call listening to people talk about influencer culture?
1: I mean uh, uh, What I'm wondering is who got to the beginning of 2021 and thought, Do you know what I need? I need more meetings, more calls, <laughs> like more conferences. Right, right. And, and look, I know
0: there are smart people on here, and that there's probably something you can learn. Uh, my sense is there's an awful lot of there's an awful lot of name checking and name dropping going on, and a lot of flexing, a lot of uh, look at me type of stuff. Happened on Clubhouse, which and so that what you've got is you got the people doing that, and then you all got all the people who aspire to do that. Um, Yeah, right. So you know, like you and I just don't know how people have time to even do it um, is a whole other thing, and maybe that's my own problem. I don't have like hours to listen to audio. I just feel like that's an inefficient way to to pick up information is by somehow listening to a, a large group of people talk about. A particular topic
1: but so can, can everybody talk who's in a in a room uh is
0: that... no i don't believe there you have to raise your you know i think it depends on who set up the room how many people can mm-hmm. talk at once and you can call on people and they can ask questions and that sort of thing
1: right okay
0: i mean it's a little bit i mean it really is like a glorified conference call
1: sure think I, about, mean, Zoom I mean to, Zoom to, to to be like a little bit less negative just because i'm staring at this screenshot and i'm like there's so much going on um there is a lot but like i can see the value in having like a live thing you know i mean people do this on twitch on youtube all the yes. t- you know i mean admittedly it's not playing games or you know like mike does where he's building his keyboards and people are asking questions in the chat and they respond and, and stuff like i can see the value in that but like it i I don't know there's something about this app that just makes it seem worse somehow i mean like you say i think because because there's a lot of hype and it seems like this whole app is just filled with influencers and probably you know like tech writers like you who are looking to see what on earth this thing is right um it's maybe sort of exacerbating how ridiculous it seems because there's all this kind of because because of the kind of people that are on it right now. You know, there's the normal people. You know, I'm not on it. I mean, please don't send me an invite, but you get my point.
0: There aren't there aren't many. Well, I shouldn't say there aren't many normal people on it. That's what, that would be mean. Uh, there there are, there are plenty of people I know on there who are who I who I who I respect and who are good people. I uh, and and I'm not really judging anybody who wants to use this. It's not for me. Mm. It's just not for me. I. Don't find I, – I haven't found anything that I found – and I've only been fiddling around with it for like five days. So maybe it will evolve over time and it will be something that I want to participate in the future and then people can tell me, remember when you said it was terrible? Um, but, you know, <laughs> I give it a shot. I gave it a shot. I'll continue to maybe, po- you know, I don't know, pop in every now and then and see what's going on. You know, like I just opened it and my, my suggestions are – Let's see. Entrepreneur Millionaire Secrets. Yeah. Morning Good Vibes Only. And that's nice. And Music Industry Execs
1: Rise and Grind. Wow. Okay. Um, let me tell you, John, if I was a millionaire yeah. and I was an entrepreneur, the last thing I'd be doing with my time is talking to other <laughs> people. Go on Clubhouse and <laughs>
0: tell people how to join you at the country club. <laughs> well, that's why I find it a little bit. Mm, all right, sure. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty good, but uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some
0: people have office hours. Some of this is some of uh, it's very businessy, like growing teams, culture, and emotional fitness. Um, hmm? Sure, say, be- I mean becoming maybe a master when this moderator,
1: o- <laughs> so you can maybe m- when this opens up more. There might be a bit more um diversity of rooms and the topics and and things like that um yes. but... <laughs> ukrainian v c and angel funding that's 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 very specific <laughs> it's very but... well that's the beauty of
0: the internet <laughs> rob um yeah becoming viral on youtube uh yeah you know so whatever i mean it's one of those things too where obviously it's it, it it's Got what it thinks I'm interested in and is feeding me that. So I'm sure there are, I've heard that there are people doing musical performances, game shows, like radio talk show type things. Um, oh, okay. Which is, I think is interesting. You know, game shows, that kind of thing. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting possibilities there. Uh, it's also been, when I say it's overhyped, I was reading this week that this is, you know, the death knell of podcasting, for instance, because everybody's going to get their audio from Clubhouse. Right. It's just different. I mean, I I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong that some people might prefer this over podcasts, but it's also very different than that. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit more. It's much more. It's like a group chat room. You know, it's a this is chat room Mm. stuff, right? Basically, but it's
1: this is this is AOL chat rooms for twenty twenty one.
0: Right. Right. There's nothing really that's new under the sun, really, when you think about it. Everything. Everything all just comes back to I don't know AOL maybe.
1: Right, exactly. (laughs) It's Um, all some (laughs)
0: version of of AOL circa 1998 or something. Sure.
1: And on that note, you can use AOL keyword ruminate to find us somewhere. I don't remember how AOL keywords
0: worked. You can find us on the tele-whatever thing. What is that thing that they had in France? That little computer where you would type in text and get... People are going to tell me. what I, I forget what it's called. Oh, you know, yeah, I know the thing. Yeah, I think we we have those over here I as well. Thought I thought you had them in the UK too. They're like those mm-hmm. little
1: terminals where it was mostly text-based. Or you could use it with a television, couldn't you? uh something i mean i remember my friend having one in his hallway like this was my rich friend or you know at the time i thought they were rich because they had this one fancy phone in their hallway right and you could ask
0: for like the weather and find out the news headlines and i forget i remember i've talked to federico about it before but it's uh yeah anyway all right well i guess guess we ought to leave it there at antiquated technology that that really that just shows why i'm not into clubhouse because i remember what that thing is um, right exactly but but you know check me out on on clubhouse i'll be there with my you know i'll be setting up a room to tell people why clubhouse is in clubhouse tell people why they shouldn't use clubhouse
1: there we go we'll, we'll do the next episode of the podcast on clubhouse is oh that there we go we'll, get, we'll have a we'll have
0: a clubhouse rave a ruminate rave
1: oh my god I, 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 even just logistically i'm like how would we record it how would it I, we can't do that <laughs> all right
0: all right well that one died quickly but uh maybe we'll come up with a better idea before next
1: time oh dear all right well yeah i guess we'll, we'll be back in a couple of weeks probably just in the normal places but maybe on clubhouse who knows <laughs> you never know you never know rob may
0: convince me after all <laughs> talk to you later
1: bye